Welcome to Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast. Olá, eu sou a Helena, and on this episode we're going to talk about the difference between muito, muita, muitos, muitas. But just before that, I want to let you know that Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast is now on Patreon. Patreon is a platform where you can support the projects you like. So, if you're enjoying to listen to this podcast, and if you would like it to carry on, you can also become a patron. If you become a patron, you can get access to exclusive content and even participate on a monthly live session with me. I want to thank to my dear patrons, Francine Brown, Gita Barknovitz, Philip French, Rebecca Hunt, Audrey Jenkins, Carl Sperling, Petra Korf, Brenda Sabrechts, David Soto, Lindy Fock and Michelle Kubrosi. Thank you all for your support and for keeping my motivation high. Muito obrigada. Go to www.patreon.com slash tradutex and learn more about it. So on today's episode we're going to talk about the difference between muito and muita and also muitos and muitas. I'm sure you know what word I'm talking about, or in this case, words. I'm sure you know from lesson number one the word muito. For instance, in the fixed expression we've learned right there in the beginning, muito obrigado or muito obrigada, to say thank you very much, remember? So, but I know that this word, it's not exactly easy to remember which ending we should use. So let's start from the very beginning and let's understand that muito can be used as an adjective or as an adverb. Okay, maybe this is a bit confusing the way I'm putting it. So with a bit of less grammar terms, we can have muito with no other ending but the O at the end, meaning the English word very. Mm -hmm. Easy as that. And when it means very, it's a fixed muito. Oh, by the way, como se escreve muito? M U I T O. Muito. You might have noticed that when we pronounce this word, there's a nasal sound, muy, but when we actually spell it, there's nothing there to tell us about that nasal sound. So it's one of those things that we need to remember. Although we do a muito, a ui, clearly nasal when we speak, when we write it, it's just m-u-i-t-o. And as I was saying, if your purpose is to say the English word very, and when you say very, you can follow it by an adjective like very beautiful or very cold or very big or very small or you can follow it by an adverb very well very slowly very quickly very badly and in that situation your word in portuguese is always with no exceptions the word muito with o at the end so let's think about some examples so if i want to say something like the baby is very beautiful. 
So, the baby in Portuguese, it's easy, similar to English and many other languages, we say o bebê. O bebê. Bebê, b, e, b, e, com acento. So, it's b, e, b, e with an accent on the last e to the right acute accent. So, um acento agudo. So, o bebê é muito bonito. I'll repeat, the baby is very beautiful. Notice here that the gender of the word for baby is masculine, but that doesn't interfere on our word muito. It only makes a difference at the adjective we followed muito by. So we say, o bebê é muito bonito. Do you want to repeat this one with me? A bit slower. Okay. O bebê é muito bonito. Okay. okay. Now, in case you you are wondering, what about if the adjective that follows the word muito is actually a feminine one? Would that make any difference? No, it doesn't. As I told you before, if your purpose is to say the English word, or in Portuguese the translation for the English word very, your word is muito. But I want to go through some examples with you, so you can make sure you understand it. So if I'm saying, for instance, the soup is very cold, and the word for soup in Portuguese is sopa. Como se escreve sopa? S-O-P-A. And you're right, it ends at an A, and this one is really feminine. So, the soup is a sopa. And if I want to say it's very cold, being the word cold, the word frio, but frio has several possibilities depending on the noun it's describing. So, we can have frio, fria, frios, frias. So, the four possibilities. And yes, I need to agree, sopa with the adjective for feminine cold, which would be fria. But that doesn't make any difference for the word for very. So I still say, a sopa está, we go for the temporary to be on this one, because obviously temperatures are very changeable. A sopa está muito fria. Let's repeat this one bit more slowly. A sopa está muito fria. Okay, so we've checked already that if the adjective that follows the word muito is masculine or feminine, that doesn't make any difference. And I can assure you that if the word that follows the word muito, being very, is masculine plural or feminine plural, again, it will not make any difference. But, just to be safe, I want to give you some examples. Let's say, for instance, that the apartments are very small. Okay, the apartments is os apartamentos. I know it's a big one, but it's not too different from the English, so let's try again. Os 
apartamentos. Os apartamentos. Now, if they're small, they're permanently small, right? So, let's stick with the permanent to be. São, from the verb ser. Os apartamentos são muito. And now the word for small, it's the word pequeno, but it can have also the four different endings. So apart from pequeno, we have three more. Pequeno, pequena, pequenos, pequenas. And if I'm talking about apartamentos, I need the word for small being masculine and plural. So I go with pequenos as well. But that will not affect the way I say the word for very, which is, again, muito. So I say, os apartamentos são muito pequenos. Let's repeat this one a bit more slowly so you can repeat after me. Os apartamentos são muito pequenos. Ok. And what if instead of apartamentos, I was talking about casas. So houses. If I wanted to say the houses are very small. Yes, you're right. There are some changing we need to do, some changes here we need to do. So first, the fact that casas, unlike apartamentos, it's not a masculine word, it's now a feminine one. So that changes right away the article we put in front. So now we have as casas. The verb will be the same because we're still talking about something plural, são. Now, instead of pequenos, I have pequenas, a yes at the end. But would that change the word for very? I know, I'm repeating myself, I know you got it by now. I just wanted to make sure you understand that every time you think about a very is a fixed muito. So we have as casas são muito pequenas. Let's go again. I'll repeat and you'll try to repeat with me. As casas são muito pequenas. Okay, so so far we've covered the possibility of having the word fairy followed by an adjective. We checked what happened when the adjective is a masculine singular, a feminine singular, a masculine plural, or a feminine plural. And basically what happens is that the word for very doesn't change, so we have a fixed muito. And what would happen if instead of an adjective, the word for very is followed by an adverb? Let's say something easy like you speak very well. So the word well, it's not an adjective, it's an adverb. In Portuguese, that is the word bem. You know it, as we use in the expression tudo bem, is all good or well. I might translate it as as good, but literally bem means 
well. And as an adverb, adverbs they don't change. And in in English they don't change, of course, but in Portuguese they don't change too. So we have a fixed by. So you speak very well. Tu falas. Remember, as at the end, it's the informal you. Tu falas muito bem. You speak very well. Let's do it again. Outra vez. Tu falas muito bem. Okay. So I think you got the idea by now that when we want to say very, you say muito. So in which situations do we actually change the ending of the word muito into muita or muitos or muitas? So we do that when muito works as an adjective and therefore is followed by a noun. So when in English it doesn't mean very, but when in English means many much or a lot. So it covers all these three possibilities. And in this case, because it's working as an adjective and it's followed by a noun, and the nouns, they have a gender and they are masculine, feminine, a gender, or they are singular and plural, it means that the adjective, in this case muito, will link, agree with the noun. So if I want to say something like, he has, let's say, much money okay he has much money a lot of money so in that case the word money in portuguese is the word dinheiro como se escreve dinheiro d i n h e i r o dinheiro Okay, and dinheiro, as you can see, it ends at O, so you're right, it is masculine and singular. So, he has, il tem. Now, if dinheiro is masculine and singular, I need to use the word for much, for a lot, in a masculine singular version. So, the masculine singular ending. So, I must say, il tem muito. Dinheiro. He has much money. He has a lot of money. Let's repeat. Eu tenho muito dinheiro. Okay. So now let's look at another example. For instance, if you want to say something, okay, a bit silly, but let's say something like there is a lot of water, much water in the sea. Something a bit silly like this, but the important thing is that the Portuguese word for water is the word água. Pretty sure you know this one, água. And looking at the ending, you can easily guess that it turns out a probably is feminine, it is. And it's also singular. So it means that to say much water or a lot of water, This time, I need to change the word muito into the word muita. So we can link with water, agua. So there is, is a verb that I really like to teach to my students. There is, is the verb a. A starts with the letter H. 
and it has an accent an acute accent to the right on the a so it's basically h a with an accent to the right or in portuguese agarra a com acento okay and that word means there is it also means there are so it's a really good one to retain so getting back to our sentence about there is a lot of water in the sea there is much water in the sea we start with a muita água in the sea would be no mar no is a contraction ein plus u as if i'm saying in english in the but just in one word no mar in the and then mar sea so let's repeat the sentence please pay attention at, to the ending we're using and try to remember that we're linking that ending with the following word in this case agua a muita agua no mar okay so we've done much money was muito dinheiro and much water muita agua so now we just need to look at some plural examples for instance let's keep doing this verb as you can get used to it it's quite a good one to know for instance if i want to say something like there are many supermarkets in portugal again a bit of a silly sentence of course there are supermarkets all over the world but just for our grammar purpose let's say it because the word for supermarkets is masculine and you guessed plural so we say supermercados I'll repeat again more slowly supermercados a bit quicker now supermercados okay so now we have to say many supermarkets or a lot of supermarkets so we're not saying very we're saying many or a lot so we know that that word for many or for a lot must change depending on the following word as if the following word is supermercados with that os at the end so it's that same os we need to integrate on the word for muito which is this time muitos muitos so there are many supermarkets in portugal remember i told you about the verb a being there is or there are so we keep using the same verb although now we're talking about something masculine a muitos supermercados em portugal vamos repetir há muitos supermercados em portugal so now only one thing to check what happened if the word for many or much or a lot is followed by a feminine plural noun so keeping the usage of this verb ah there is or there are let's now say that in lisbon in lisboa there are many pharmacies okay the word for pharmacy is very similar to english farmacia 
farmácia. And if we add an S, we get pharmacies. So we get farmácias. So this time we have a feminine plural word. And we need to agree that word with the word we're going to use to say many or a lot. So what I need now is the word muitas. Muitas. So I need to say muitas farmácias. So let's put the sentence together. Há muitas farmácias em Lisboa. Vamos repetir. Há muitas farmácias em Lisboa. Okay, I think now it's totally clear for you the difference between using muito as the translation of the word very and in that case is a fixed muito, no matter what word comes afterwards. And when we want to say in English words, the words many, much, a lot, that in that case you have to consider the four possibilities. Muito, muita, muitos, muitas. And always look at the following word in order to decide which one is the better translation. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry if my voice today is not as good as it should be. I'm sorry for that. I hope that you still enjoyed the episode and até pra semana. Muito obrigada. And don't forget to share with your friend if you like it. Ciao.